about books and occasionally their film adaptations. We are your co-hosts, Seher and Taya. In today's episode, we will be discussing the first book of the Shatter Me series, Shatter Me, by Tahiri Mafi. This is the ninth episode of our dystopian season. Just to let you know, this is not a spoiler-free podcast, so listen at your own at your own safety. Chris. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> at your own what is it? What do you say, Taya? At your own what is it? At your own risk. At your own risk. Yes. Is there anything else we say? So basically this follows a girl named Juliet and she's around seventeen years old. Basically she can kill anyone by touching their bare skin with her bare skin. So because of this sounds scandalous. It's kinda deadly, Taya. <laughs> So basically, because of this, she's put in some sort of asylum. Basically, her powers are so dangerous that everyone locks her up because they're scared of her and what she can do, especially after she kills a toddler. Yeah, that's the reason why she was put in the asylum. And three years later, after being in the asylum, she is finally able to be roommates with this guy named Adam, who was not actually a roommate of hers, but actually just a spy coming to check up on her to see if she's actually crazy. And then he took her... (laughs) I'm so <laughs> Why do you keep on laughing? And then he was actually working for this dude named Warner who... Can you explain who Warner is? Because I'm kind of like... Warner is the person in charge of the Sector 45. Basically, there's different sectors across the world and his dad is like the leader of one in three or something. He, he leads this like huge part of the world. So then his son kind of rules this smaller sector where there's different generals leading all these different like groups. Um, Everything's very calculated. Yeah, so basically Adam is actually working for Warner and Warner has been keeping an eye on Juliet because of her powers and he wants to use her because she can kill people. So that's basically what happens and now Juliet is staying with Adam and Warner until she runs away with Adam. But we'll get to that later. So yeah, sorry if I sound a bit weird. I was laughing earlier and... I can't compose myself, so we're gonna try and get through this. Um, one thing is, so I I like this book. I have read, so, okay, Seher, what book have you read in this series? I've only read Shatter Me. Okay, so I read Shatter Me, Destroy Me, Unravel Me, Fracture Me, and Ignite Me. So I'm gonna try and, like, just talk about this book. Yeah, also, because, like, the reason why we haven't made fun of these titles is because Shatter Me, Ignite Me, Fracture Me, all these words have very descriptive meanings and give a very vivid image in your head rather than like the program so i really thought this book would go in a different direction when the first pages there was already lines crossed out in the words and i was like oh no this isn't gonna go well and then what do you know six pages in a dude shows up and it's the first dude ever and i'm like oh this cannot be like this and i was pleasantly surprised in the first book like how how it went but then again also just she did end up with adam in the first book so i was like "Eh." but it, it was on a better basis instead of her just being locked up with this random dude. One thing that was kind of confusing is they went to school together for like multiple years. I'm trying to think it was at least for like two-ish, three years. Like the last time she saw him she was 14 and that's when she killed a child accidentally in the supermarket um, because she tried to pick it up and she didn't know what she was doing. But then this is like three years later and she didn't recognize him for like the longest time and they're both like I thought you didn't recognize me and I'm like bro it hasn't been that long. You haven't changed that much in like three years. Calm down. I really like this series i will finish reading all of the books 
next, probably in the next two days because I don't have a life, and I put recreational reading over everything. One thing to be said about this episode is we are only going to be covering the Shatter Me first book because just with scheduling and it, we didn't have room, the way that we're scheduling, it doesn't make sense for us to continue on with the series. It would be either a lot of episodes or a lot going into the episodes or we'd cut halfway through. So we're just going to be covering this one, though at least I will have read all of them. So just, yeah, keep that in mind. And not that this is a bad series whatsoever. This is the last episode of our dystopian season. We can officially announce, hopefully, unless we find something else. Yes, it is the last episode of our dystopian season. Yay! And then we kind of, I don't know if we've said it already, but the next one is going to be fantasy. The first, like, couple episodes just, like, um, are going to be focusing on kids' fantasy, and that's all we're going to go into right now. But I'm excited for that, because, yeah. you know, it's much more wholesome than this weird thing and this touch-deprived 17 horny-year-old, you know? Horny-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> that's an age Wait, out. <laughs> it's an age. She's 17, and just... Okay. She, yeah, she needs to calm down. I mean... Yeah, I think that hearing like the concept of the book and that is just like this person who if they can just touch someone they die, her being locked up and being like kidnapped by these dudes is not what I expected. I kind of expected some killer stuff going on, but also one thing about that is usually in dystopian or like fantasy for empowerment or whatever, they'll have the female characters just be like these mass killers or whatever and have barely any empathy for that if that makes sense. Really? Because I think the opposite. This also kind of goes into fantasy um, and some of the books we've read. However, I'm just kind of wondering, are there any male main characters who have powers? Because it always seems like whenever a main character has like a special power, it's always a girl because she can't yeah. be strong enough to do something else. It always has to be her like out of control and she's always like very tempered and yeah. she's very like uncontrolled. She can't control it and then she learns to when she meets this dude and I'm just like, come on guys we need some variety here yeah there's like no middle ground between the two it's either like you don't kill or you do kill that doesn't make sense but yeah I feel like love interests in this book, I mean, I don't know because you read the other books, but they kind of felt pretty predictable. Like, pretty, like, general when it comes to YA books, what the type of love interests are going to be like. Like, some childhood friend and some evil dude, you know? Yeah. And then another thing is I always wonder why there's always... This doesn't make sense in at least this season that we've covered so far because it's kind of been 50-50 with who's the main character. Um, And I also know that Shatter Me goes from different perspectives, like in the novellas, such as Destroy Me and Fracture Me. So all the characters always seem to be female, which makes me wonder why. I mean, not all of them. Like, okay, that's why this, this season isn't really a good example because Maze Runner, James Dashner always wrote it from male perspectives, except for Teresa, but she had a very small role. Yeah, especially in fantasy, I'd say the majority of main characters are women, and then there's like the whole love interest shenanigan going on. We will have a huge rant about that. I'm so excited to talk about fantasy, but this book on its own, yeah, I thought the plot was kind of bland. To be honest, not much happened. That's the thing with series, especially in like dystopian, the first book, if you were to read it like standalone, as as you said, yeah, it wouldn't be that much. Like if you 
thing about Maze Runner, if you only read the first one, you would not have very much context versus this one, which yeah, if you just read this one, you wouldn't know what happens in the future. And I haven't even finished the series, so I feel like a lot's gonna happen. Yeah, I also felt like when I started the book, I kind of thought I knew where it was going. As Taya was saying earlier, with the whole, oh look, the opposite gender is my inmate now. Uh, but <laughs> he was- Adam. Yeah, but he was this a spy. Yeah. So yeah. that's fun. I mean, and then also the whole thing about, like, I can touch you. Yeah, okay, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it gets explained later on in the series, but it's so weird that it's, like, Adam and Warner, like, specifically are able to touch her. And then, like, this is weird. I cannot explain that to you, and I'm so sorry. Yeah, all right. This is sad. It's taking all of the power <laughs> within me. Okay, if you know, you know. You know why that happens. I mean, it's not that huge, but it's not a huge plot twist, but it's kind of, like, like, damn, I should have seen that before. Which, I mean, even the characters admitted that. Like, as we said, nothing really happens. I mean, there is a considerable length to these. Shatter means like 300 pages. I wonder how little can happen. How much are you writing? Because maybe it was just me, but it felt like this book, so much was written and so little was said. Is that correct? I mean, there was a lot of backstory. Am I wrong? Because what, what were they doing half the time? Yeah, I feel like... It's, I can't remember that much that's happened, like, only the major events. All I remember is, like, okay, so first Juliet is in a cell, then Adam arrives, then they leave with Warner, and then they're just hanging out in the, like, Warner's mansion or whatever for a while. They're just going back and, like, forth, and then, ooh, Adam can touch her, and then some soldier dies, and then Adam and her escape together, and then they go live with his little brother, and then Kenji comes. Kenji's the best. Then they're running around again, and then... They get to Omega Point. Warner finds them again, and then they escape again, and then they go to Kenji's place. Like, Warner found Adam and shot him. Well, no, the soldiers did, not Warner specifically. Yeah, but then Warner said that he was gonna handle Adam by himself, and that he also found Juliet and was like, ooh, I can touch you. Yeah, and then she kind of breaks out, and then they end up at Omega Point, which kind of is the main focus in the next few books. But so, yeah, that's all that happened, which I feel like half the book was just her in Sector 45, just chilling, and then trying to trick Warren into thinking that she's cool and accepting things, but then not. So it's not that I didn't like this book. As I'm reading a lot more, I'm getting much more picky about what's going on in a book because I'm thinking about how much I loved Maze Runner. Yeah, same. I feel like because I'm reading more, I just enjoy books less, if that makes sense, because I'm more picky about the books. Yes! Once you're reading a lot more books, just more quantity, at the same time you're not remembering them as well. It's kind of like you're just binge reading them, so then they kind of just like go through. And so then I'm also thinking like I'm not cherishing any Okay, I sound like an old person. I mean, why would you cherish? Yeah, I sound like such an old person. <laughs> you sound like one of those dudes from Fahrenheit 451. I'm just cherishing the books. <laughs> yes. However, if we were to record the Maze Runner episodes again, it would be completely different because we liked them. Yes, but the amount that I liked them was not justifiable. And that is why I'm terrified yeah. to read book again. Yeah. I found Juliet was like, eh, you know? Oh no. I found her character okay in the first book. There wasn't too much development or anything. There was some though, and I will give her yeah. credit. I mean, she has like a bunch of trauma. Yes. Yeah. 
so does like every character yeah. literally adam has like a lot of trauma. all the characters have warner has I mean, like warner was he froze at like at the mention of his mom that does not seem good so he definitely has some trauma there then adam his whole family situation and freaking juliet her parents just like ditching her and her being locked up and society just isolating her because they think she's too dangerous like that's a lot of stuff yeah i will say <laughs> ignite me juliet gets a ton of character development and i'm so proud of her because she just kind of like realizes that she's not gonna take any like crap from anyone but yeah definitely in the first book because she's been in isolation for like 200 something days right yeah especially like okay i'm probably gonna have such a bad time like socializing with people after quarantine and stuff and once we can be in person and stuff at school again like how is juliet able after being in isolation three years able to socialize with people still yeah i don't know i i would not be able to handle that yeah this is harder than i thought it would be to be honest because i'm wanting to say like the intentions as you like whenever you say something about a character like you look like you're in pain (laughs) 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 okay okay just continue on what were you saying yes this is a lot harder than i thought it would be because whenever you're mentioning a character or a person's intentions or why something is and i know the answer to it and you're saying it wrong i cannot correct you and so then really kind of have to agree with you and almost talk like it was the first book so i will say that's kind of hard like you and yourself your opinion can be wrong then but the thing is also if i'm like oh Werner's an ass in the first book but then you're like what happens to the other one i don't think he's an ass he's just weird like i just find him weird he's very odd yeah he a lot of his like compulsions um just like the way that he presents himself is very odd and he's only 19 like what is he doing that's weird okay like i saw this one tiktok and it's like it's so hard to imagine how like all these main characters in dystopian and why and like fantasy and stuff they're all like 17 or like teenagers right like look at what we're doing and then they're like out there saving the world like how does that even happen yeah also with the whole like canoodling situation like stop it (laughs) stop it please because i really do not want to read about someone who is close to my age or my age doing that it's oh my gosh wait so i'm 15 you're 15 and juliet is 17 i have no emotional maturity <laughs> what I, am i what do- am i well, doing you're not having like emotional trauma being locked up in a psych ward that's what i'm not doing yep that's what you're not doing yeah so i i definitely agree with you with the whole like age thing also another thing is uh, james so you kind of meet him oh yeah james so james is around like 10 years old this is one thing authors some authors cannot really write children because some of them like they got their characteristics down but then when they open their mouth they'll have things like you're a bad guy and then in the next sentence they'll be like having the emotional maturity of someone my age and being able to grasp situations that i know i know a 10 year old would not be able to understand and especially because i was 10 pretty recently i will say compared to like these adult people oh shoot we were 10 five years ago we were 10 and 20 stop and it that's one third of our life stop wait it. a minute i can't remember anything <laughs> you are older than me by a long time so a long time i'm not that old i'll give you that credit the thing is especially because i was this kid's age pretty recently or i can still remember being what it's like and thinking no need to flex Taya. um <laughs> yes I'll, yeah i'll take that thank you And so then you just kind of have this thing in the back of your head where like that's not accurate and then like i remember this also bothered me when i was reading as like a kid as well because just like not portraying kids accurately
lightly and we will we will go into that the next few episodes because we're covering kids books which is I'm so excited um as I said we're so excited for that but there is that like emotional maturity that isn't there in a lot of other characters why is like Juliet or Adam like literally acting more stupid than James like in the next books or like in the first book no just in general just I don't know why does she like she doesn't always choose the smartest thing also especially like in the later books I'm trying to remember which one because I read them all back to back okay I read Unravel Me yesterday and I finished Ignite Me (laughs) oh my gosh what other characters are relevant I can't tell you I will say Kenji oh we haven't really talked about Adam I don't want to talk about Adam oh yeah Kenji Kenji is kind of weird too yeah he's just like okay throughout the first book he just like keeps on hitting on Juliet it's just weird bro especially since Adam is like right there yeah he doesn't stop like Kenji yeah no Kenji does not stop hitting on her but the thing is like Kenji he always is the joker that tries to lighten the mood and then probably has a lot of trauma as well oh so he's comedic relief I mean everyone in this this is a dystopian yeah stuff (laughs) has happened okay stuff has happened they all have trauma so whatever you do learn about characters trauma you know everyone kind of deals with it differently Kenji has trauma so he's probably like he jokes a lot and he makes things light versus Adam kind of conceals it and Warner doesn't address it um so, no, no, he does. He does kind of not really. Not, no one really does. And then Juliet, she goes crazy. I we'll see. We yeah. We'll see. She's never had a steady environment. I feel like she's going to have things that affect her her entire life because her first 17 years were not spent in very good ways at all and she's just gone through so much. No. Just the fact that like she killed a child on accident, that just seems like really traumatic. Killing someone on accident. Just like oopsie. Yeah. And then she thinks she does it again. Yeah, when she, like there's a soldier that touched her or Warner put like like and when she's like touching different people she's like also with kenji she almost killed kenji she does that a couple times yeah so warner also pushes her a lot like when she's forced to touch the soldier and when she's forced to carry the child out of that room i can't say anything she burns it and then she what 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 this does not happen this does yes, not, it does. Not in the We're first sh- book. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. On. In the first book, Warner puts her in this like thing that they test soldiers in, and she has to carry this like child out. Oh, like some like glass. Yeah, and then she breaks through a wall. Remember? Oh. No, that doesn't happen. Yes, it does. Well, there was a child. Okay, I remember the wall breaking part, but when was there? There was a child, and she had to like carry it. And Warner okay, used that know. because he knew. Yeah, Warner used that because he knew that she had like done that. Dang, Warner. Also, his name is Warner. Can we talk about that? That's that's his last... Well, that's his mother's last name. So what's his first name? Well, okay, we don't know that. I guess you can't spoil that. Is it better than Warner? Warner Jr. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Don't tell me. I'll find out on my own. No, it's it's pretty generic. Okay, fine. So basically... Is it Bob? can't tell you that either. So it is Bob. No, no, no. We do know Warner's first name. It's Bob. We do know that... Bobby Tay. How is Warner 19? It's so weird because I picture these people as in they're like in their 20s. How are they kids? Warner has like a lot of maturity for his age, yeah. Because yeah, seems like it for leading a sector like that. Yeah. And then have you met Anderson yet? No. Well, is Anderson that dude at the Omega? No, no, that's um Castle. I don't think so then. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 Castle. Okay. No. Okay, we should go back to talking about stuff. Just 
don't look up spoilers. It's not worth it. Well, I wasn't going to do that, but now I kind of want to. <laughs> don't you dare. I will not be answering you if you come texting me at 11 p.m. You're saying, I looked up the spoilers. How could you not tell me? Oh my god, I ruined it for myself because I will not feel bad for you this time and I will not make a joke out of it. Wait, so like if I look up without the book title or anything or like... No, because you need his first name, which I already told you on accident earlier. Hey, I didn't know that was his first name. Why did you tell me that was his first? Well, I don't know how to spell his first name. You don't know how to spell it. Shut up. <laughs> Be quiet already. <laughs> You're spoiling too much. Let's talk about the book now. Are there like any like specific moments in the plot that we no. wanted to address? Themes time. Da 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 da. I don't know. Is self-confidence a theme? Yeah, except it's not really something that's in the first book. It's not really prevalent. I mean, I, like, see that happening, like, over, like, over time in the series. Like, part of her development is self-confidence. Like, that isn't really something that's really talked about in the first book. I feel like isolation. Yeah, isolation's a big thing. Because she's literally been isolated by society, and then she comes in contact with these people, which, like, she's able to touch without killing them. So that's obviously, like, a really big thing for her. Are you gonna talk about Warner's little adventure with her. That was a big yikes. I was reading that. I'm like, what the heck, Warner? Because, okay, Warner just found out he could touch her and then just started making out with her. Like, that's a no-no. Yeah, but she liked it. So? That was not consensual. True, but then she shot him, so I feel like that was kind of a non-consensual thing. Bruh, you can't compare, like, her shooting in self-defense to him just making out with her because he's horny or whatever, like. So none of those are justified? Her shooting Warner is justified. Him just having a one-sided crush on her and then, like, low-key assaulting her is not justified. No, 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 I agree with you. So, like, that made no, me, like, really no, upset. Definitely. But then she went ahead and shot him, and that made me really happy. I said, shoot men that are assaulting you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty badass of her, but... You know what? I agree with you. I agree Carry on. You. I don't know how this came into the conversation. So, yeah. No, I definitely agree with you on that. Like, Warner should not have... He ended up kissing her. Because also, he low-key kidnapped her. He kidnapped... And, like, he's holding her against her will on like multiple occasions yeah and he also tortured um adam another theme is freedom something that juliet has barely throughout series i mean not in the series but in the book i mean the only time i'd say she has it is like when she's with adam and james like living with them in this house but also then she's literally on the run and she's not really doing anything there she's just hanging out in some room because she has nowhere to go and then when she's with warner she barely has any freedom there but the closest she can get is like getting the cameras out of her room and like the mics and stuff yeah but why would she have freedom i mean she okay think about it from their perspective right she comes in like her entire life all the doctors tell everyone that she's very dangerous and that she can kill you if she touches you so they're obviously not gonna want her wandering around the halls with a bunch of like dudes also if you think about this sector 45 okay is filled with a bunch of lonely guys where are the women like is this a bunch of like men that are like soldiers and that's about it. They yeah they, they have like families and stuff outside yeah no but the thing is Warnerkin is so reckless with Juliet sometimes that it doesn't make sense he'll just tell her to touch this random soldier this person or take her out with him and it's kind of just like what is she supposed to do if she doesn't have yeah. 
Like, it doesn't matter if she has cameras. Yeah, she also needs to learn how to control her powers as well. And he pushed her a lot. Yeah, that's the thing. And also, Warner has been stalking her for, like, a long time. So, like, I don't understand why he'd... I do. Like, at least, like, give her more... At least um, give her more what? I was gonna say freedom, but I don't know what you're about to say. I mean, don't tell me what you're about to say. But, like, it's not like she's gonna go around and start touching people. Like, that's the last thing she seems to want to do at the moment. Yeah, in the first place. Like, willingly, she's not gonna go touch anyone and try to escape like that but yeah especially in the novella that comes out after destroy me which is from warner's perspective you just realize like how wrong he was um especially yeah in shatter me yeah warner he's just is so his mood is so affected by her and he's so obsessed with her and you're just wondering why is he so obsessed with this like 17 year old yeah also, this is, like, something I was talking to you earlier, but it, how, like, Warner talks to her, like, us together against the world could be invincible. All that, like, stereotypical enemies to lover trope stuff. But, like, it kind of just, I mean, I don't know how it is in, like, the rest of the books that you read, but it kind of just seems like Warner's obsessed with the idea of her. He doesn't really, like, her her yeah but like i don't know how you'd even know her her but he just likes the idea of being with someone that could kill anything yeah and that could make him pretty much invincible so like it just seems like he's obsessed with the idea of her just as an individual he doesn't really seem to care that much he didn't even know who she was when he started researching like her because when he brought her back that was the first time he met her and she obviously was like very weird because she's been in isolation and so he didn't know who she was at all his obsession was derived from a couple reasons and like it also makes sense why he's so reckless with her because he doesn't actually care about her and more just the powers and everything which is kind of why she just makes her like test her stuff out no. on random people he, no. no he was trying to push her yeah all right what, what would, would you, you do, do? yay Taya, what would you do if i don't know what i do bro wait um so what would what you- are you even supposed to do as Juliet? Okay, yeah, tell me your question. How would you react if you were Juliet that you realized that Warner could touch you without like dying? Probably just be freaked out. I feel like at the same time, that kind of means I can't do anything to Warner. I can't defend myself because that's like my power thing. And same with Adam. I'd be really confused if like both my love interests couldn't be affected by my touch and that'd probably freak me out. If he were to like attack you again? Like Warner and Adam, they're the only people that can touch her and that's weird. What do you mean both my love interests? Well, I don't know that yet. Well, and even with that, like there are like limitations okay okay how would you react to finding out that warner was able to touch you bro i'd be so scared because this dude this antagonist who literally like kidnapped me is weirdly obsessed with me doesn't even know who i am tries to push me use my power now can touch me that means like the one person that like i'm afraid of that has the power to like really harm me i can't do anything about it a sense because in like every other aspect he's more advanced money power like he has the resources he has the money he has the people and everything so if you can't even kill him or like injure him with your touch then there's really not much you can do yeah so you would feel very vulnerable and like you don't have any defenses against this guy yeah i feel like at first especially i probably try to deny it and just feel like it was nothing yeah that's kind of what she did too she's like nah and then he kissed her and she's like oh 
wait i like this guy also why they gotta make him hot like he is calm down more than adam in her eyes i mean he's rich though like he probably like has them products he does have a soap collection so maybe he smells good but like yeah his dad is also like really hot apparently oh. ew but then she's like she's attracted to him bro are you trying like, to make me like look up his family now no 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 you can't do that you can't you can't you can't do that you're out here telling me they're all look they're all good looking and like what do you expect me not to do? all of them stop spoiling more than you already have i just said only this has been a difficult episode to record my what would you do question how would you just react to the whole situation where you've been taken out of isolation and now you're just with warner and his dudes in his mansion under surveillance 24 7 and with the notebook that adam gave you back um personally you know those days where you're just like in your head and then it feels like super weird to talk because you're just not used to hearing that i would have a very difficult time like talking talking to people especially if i hadn't for like a long time but then again you also got like acclimated to adam being there so there's that there's like all dudes there's no woman anywhere he found except for you yeah and that's weird that's really weird but luckily i I can kill people if they touch me so Julio. Yeah. And then also, you know where she was rejecting all of the food and clothing that Warner gave her? Because she's like, this is a waste. I feel like I'd also be very conflicted because I'd probably do the same thing because I'm stubborn and I'd be like, I don't want your charity. But then you'd be like starving and then it would get to a point where like, like you would know that they're going to use you as a weapon. So why not just like disarm yourself then? Like why not just like refuse everything because you really have nothing to lose except for like all of your power. I feel like I, I like keep on like trying to bed or like make deals with Warner. Yeah, I could see that. Like if that makes sense. Yeah. I keep on like trying to be like, I'll eat if you do this or I'll wear this if you do this. Just stuff like that. Like I would not do anything. Which she does do. Just also because he's so willing to talk to her like Juliet because the way that he presents himself in front of everyone else and then the way he is with Juliet is very different. So you know you have some sort of leverage in that situation. Also because you were brought here specifically. There's something that they want from you. Especially, I feel like another thing is if you were to just go along with the whole thing in the back of your mind, like planning an escape, just using the leverage that you have around you, all the resources you have now. All right, that was today's episode of The Bookish Besties. We are your co-hosts, Sahar and Taya. Make sure to follow us on our on our social medias to stay connected. We are at the Bookish Besties underscores on Instagram and at Bookish Besties on TikTok. Our next episode will be coming out next Wednesday, so make sure to look forward to that it's also the first episode of the fantasy season yes and just make sure to look forward to that and make sure to leave a review for our podcast thank you Bye.